Hello and welcome to Future Foodcast. I'm Pam Line Miller, your host, and I'm so excited to have our guest today. But first, thank you to our sponsor, Farm to Plate, a software company committed to creating tomorrow's food ecosystem today. Boy, today we have an excellent guest, really great insights and business background bringing it to the food space. His name is Omar Alshamsi, and he is the founder and CEO of Watermelon. Welcome to the podcast, Omar. Thank you very much, and I appreciate being here. Yeah, we are we are so excited to dive into your latest project. Watermelon is just this brainchild, so many great things going on. Can you give us a brief overview of what you're doing right now? Yes, absolutely. So uh, Watermelon started as a uh, essentially as a way for for the whole food and beverage market to interact. Uh, We came in with the thought process that we are living in a very dark world in the food and beverage industry, and we need to bring light to it. And to do that, we need to have a way to communicate, work and and interact with each other in a transparent, efficient and correct manner. And that's where it all started. We wanted a place where we could all work together in harmony to make this uh, beautiful business, which is food and beverage, an important business for the world, a, uh, a great place to work. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of people that would agree with you. The the food business does work in verticals very often. So this whole concept is just genius and and I can't wait to dive into it. But what even gave you the the start here? How did you even think about doing this? What brought you to this? So thank you so much for the wonderful words. Um, The the, the thought process um, is actually pretty simple. Um, I had a, co- a coffee shop and I had a tough time dealing with more than 15 suppliers that supplied me different products because I had a niche coffee shop that required niche products. I had to close that down because unfortunately at the time I was, well, not really unfortunately, but I was working in a bank at the time and I was doing very well in my career and I could not look after that, uh, that cafe or coffee shop. But at the same time, a couple of years earlier, I was a supplier of food products uh, that I was importing into the United Arab Emirates from Hong Kong. And uh, that also showed me a lot of gaps in the market because it was very tough for me to sell. I had only two SKUs or four SKUs actually in total. And it was very tough for me to reach out to a lot of clients, get, uh, and, and of course the larger suppliers, you know, would uh, very easily kind of bulldoze me out of the way. And I decided that this, this whole playing field needs to be leveled out and it needs to be efficient, transparent, and easy to work for me to ever want to get back into it. And that's where the thought process of starting this uh, began. I think it's interesting, just the diverse businesses that you've been involved in, supplier, banking, owning a cafe, and and you bring, you're bringing all that together with what your experience has been to, to try to broker some deals essentially and, and allow the free flow between different entities. So let's dive into what watermelon, what the what solution watermelon really has, because you're bringing a solution to a lot of people that are in the food business right now in the United Arab Emirates, Emirates, excuse me. So this might sound uh, odd coming from the founder, but uh, it's always uh, a little bit difficult for me to explain it uh, because it comes from, I can explain it from a lot of different angles. So I'll try to kind of work from the simplistic uh, uh, model all the way up to the, how complex it can get. So simplistically, it is a place where, as you very rightly said, people can interact with each other and trade essentially with each other. 
So a marketplace, you can call it. But then those individuals and companies and organizations that are trading with each other also have requirements. So their requirements may be service-related requirements, such as, for example, grease trap cleaning for restaurants that use oil, such as, for example, hygiene requirements, food safety requirements that are imposed to them by the government entities that want to make sure that the health and hygiene of the restaurant is at a high level. So through Watermelon, you can actually get not just the products you need because you're creating beautiful cakes and coffee and, and food and selling it off. It's also a place where you can order or get these services done at the stations done and all of that. Now for the suppliers, I am a person who is a supplier, I can sell. And because of this ability to have that marketplace, I can directly interact with a multitude of different types of customers directly and at a, at a press of a button. And by doing that, I may have only one skew. I may be a, a person who does the best sourdough and bread in town. And now I can supply all the restaurants and hotels in the country because I can go head to head with the distributor and the hotel is already on watermelon and looking for sourdough bread. And they can compare me to the large bakery that has multiple products and multiple kinds of services. So this helps both the small and the big player to play together on the same field and evenly. And more importantly, of course, is the fact that I, the restaurants that we have on board and the suppliers that we have on board are now using services of third-party operators that are working within this ecosystem. I'm sorry, I should have said that first. Watermelon is an ecosystem. It is a place where everybody interacts. I am in my ecosystem not competing with anyone at all, unless it's a different ecosystem, which is happening somewhere else. But otherwise, I am a ecosystem where everybody interacts. So if a restaurant has extra oil that they've just used, rather than dump it out, or give, they can sell it back to a biodiesel company that will take that oil and create biodiesel. That's also available on watermelon. If I'm a supplier, let's say I'm a farmer, and um, we actually have this as, a, as an example, and farm to plate, we're talking to them, so hopefully they will help us also make sure that we can see the whole process. But let's say I'm a farmer in Ghana, and I want to sell water, uh, pineapples, which we already have that as a case, as, as an example, in the UAE to a hotel that's looking for a specific kind of pineapple. Through Watermelon, they can actually send it to the UAE, which is the United Arab Emirates, and Dubai. We have partners that that company can use to clear the product, check the product, and sell the product if they need to the hotel. So they can find distributors for themselves. They can distribute themselves through our third-party logistics players, third-party fulfillment players, and all of them available in one ecosystem. So you don't have to ever leave this environment to do your business. And that's extremely important because as you and everybody in this business will tell you, and you know, of course, and farm to plate especially knows, it's very, very difficult to get data in this industry. And, uh, and of course, being in one environment helps you in you know get that data and have that data in one place and essentially help also with making better decisions and hopefully creating a better more efficient business that is sustainable and long lasting yeah i just think it's a genius you know my <clears throat> my parents used to be in the restaurant industry so let's let's think about what the advantages are to have a watermelon ecosystem i think of it as watermelon being a hub where all the different parts of the industry can come together and they're all 
able to then interact with each other in whatever way they need to interact at the, at the center of the hub, like a wheel, you know, the spokes come in, got the restaurant owner who used to have to figure out who their suppliers were going to be by themselves. And like you said, the big conglomerate providers dominate that field and you're allowing some of the smaller providers, maybe the small bakery you were using as an example that has that awesome sourdough bread, but you're allowing them to then be a part of this ecosystem where they can find buyers that might be interested in buying their product. So as a person who's buying and also a person who's selling, you're bringing that together and allowing those decisions to be made. And you're actually facilitating those interactions and those the execution of that whole thing with the distribution you're you're per, you're you're leveraging that's what i yeah. see it as am i am i off base is that an okay way to no, say no no actually you're you're right on target it's absolutely a hub it's absolutely a place that that everybody can work with it's uh, and we encourage that so we have marketplaces that are listed in waterman So we have companies that have their own platform, own marketplace, but they do the buying and selling themselves or whatever kind of model they may have as a business. They have their products on our system because we're we're completely inclusive uh, as a company for anyone who has any kind of service and any kind of capability that can help enhance this market as a whole. And in turn, what we are doing is we are helping them by providing them the data they need, the information they need, the promotional requirements that they may need so that they can enhance their business. And again, it's very important to note that this is a beautiful, beautiful space. And the beauty of the space is that it's all about freshness, about health, about getting better and doing doing better for humanity as a whole. So, so the more we are able to make it more efficient, transparent, and easy to work in, the more we can help the world get better and healthier. That's my personal belief. Um, absolutely, Omar. I absolutely agree with you. And let's let's pause for a minute. And you were talking about data in this space. That is so true. Uh, let's talk about technology for a minute because that is a huge impetus of what Watermelon is providing to those who are plugging into the ecosystem. You're, a la- you're providing that transparency and and that knowledge of the tracking and the and the data that's provided, you can help me. I don't know all the details, but you're from banking. You're a numbers. You're a numbers guy. Yeah. So um, in banking, as you as you know, data is is key, uh, and it works a lot. And we work with numbers and analysis, and we analyze the data on a regular basis to make sure that our bank is running uh, smoothly and safely. And it goes without saying that that's an extremely important aspect of the banking world, given what's happened over the last, uh, I won't even say a year, over the last 10 years with all the different bank information and news we got. So I'm happy I'm out of that that field altogether. However, being in, in this field, you can ask anyone who works in this field and they'll tell you data is absolutely not available. It is not abundant. People do, cannot share their information, even if they want to, because they do not have a place where they can regularly share that information. And any kind of analysis that is done is done on a piecemeal basis. And sometimes it's done on a extrapolation of information kind of basis. Uh, and hopefully creating a bell curve out of a certain you know sample that may or may not be true because they're mostly questionnaires. And 
you get decisions and you cross your fingers and you hope that the decisions you make are the right ones. But when you have a hub like this, you can, you can even make a decision and see what happens real time and decide whether or not your decision is correct. So, so it's not just about data, it's, just, it's also about the ability to see what happens on the fly rather than wait two, three, four months for information to start seeping in and then you realize maybe it wasn't such a great idea that, that, I, that, I, that I started with. Now, I just wanted to, to highlight, look, there's nothing I did, we did not as a team in Watermelon, we did not start out thinking that this would happen to Watermelon. We, we just kept looking for ways to make the world better. So to make this environment better, that was our target. We wanted to be the place that everybody would use. And we wanted to be the logical choice. And if you don't choose to use watermelon, you would be an illogical person. So for us to even claim that or be able to claim that, we would have to build quite a behemoth of, a, of, a, of an environment or of an ecosystem. And we're not there yet. And it's going to take uh, forever to get there. But we are trying to get closer and closer every day to that so that uh, more and more people will feel like it would be make no sense whatsoever not to be on watermelon. Well, we uh, call that a no-brainer. That is yes. no-brainer. Like it doesn't even take a brain to make that decision to join the watermelon ecosystem. But it's always going to be a moving target, Omar, because Absolutely. technology is moving forward and the needs and abilities are changing. And so you're never going to get there. But I love your attitude of continually striving to get better and provide the best to those who are providing goods and services to us and trying to make the world a better place. We're all trying to improve in that area. But one area you are really helping, you know, in a lot of restaurant owners love the idea, you are a cafe owner, of, of having that and being with the public and providing that service. But they, they don't want to worry about all the systems behind the scene that it takes to run that. And Watermelon has solutions for them as well. Yes. So great, great. It's great that you brought that up. Watermelon, to be a proper full-fledged ecosystem, we had to ensure that we had every part of the business covered so that when you sign on, you need nothing else. Now, with that said, we also have, so again, I'm not a competitor to anyone. What I am providing is the bare basic minimum service that you need to run your business. You come in, you sign on, you get everything you need, and you can be up and running within minutes, literally half an hour, and you're probably selling your first cake. You're good to go. However, with that said, as your business grows, your requirements increase, your capabilities will increase, the different things you want to do will increase. And as that happens, you're going to need more software, more capability, more, more traction, more trans. So, for example, Farm to Plate, which is your, your sponsor, is a great example of that. As your company, let's say you have a, um, let's say you created an organic store, right? As you grow, more and more people would like to make sure that what you are selling can be traced back. And that's where you're going to need a partner like Farm to Table, who's a partner of Watermelon. So, sorry, Farm to Plate. So these are all the partnerships that we put in place. We don't do tracking, when we don't, and we don't. We, we probably will never do it because we have great partners that do it. We have a POS machine that people can use, but if they need bigger requirements, such as your, if you're a hotel that has multiple chains around the world, I may not be the perfect software for you, but I'm already partnered with the software that you're using or you're used to using or you need. We are, as I said, a, a, a huge target for us is to be inclusive. And if anyone watching this has uh, software, 
uh, or services or anything at all that they feel they can add to to add value to our, to the restaurants and hotels and supermarkets and and small corner shops to, uh, that that live inside this ecosystem please do reach out we would love to integrate and love to have your services given out to everyone who's, who's who's in our world absolutely because again being that ecosystem you're providing choices for those that are members of the ecosystem you haven't built this without challenges however i know as you're starting to grow out and how comfortable how much you might want to share but any time you're taking on such a large your impact is going to be big um and and you're starting right where you are in the UAE and and planning to expand outside of that i just think that what you're providing and the way that you're going about it every everyone can be included essentially if you have a product or service if you need to buy a product or service if you you talked about you know the recycling of the oil or the cleaning out the things that need to happen in the restaurant area or in the retail establishments or in hotels uh, but also those local to the different areas you might exist in or or have services you know your ecosystem is um, expanded to maybe i'm a local farmer like or the baker that has one product or a local farmer just trying to help bring everybody together i, I know that doesn't come without challenges yeah so just building the system alone was was a challenge a unique challenge because we could not find any software out there that would do what we wanted to do <laughs> essentially and so we had to build everything oh. and um being problem solvers we built everything with a workflow and a process that uh, is it works very well but now we have to upgrade ourselves so so we built this big software and we were we we went live last um, july we were live and since july uh, in july we had 160 total users uh, around 1000 or 2000 SKUs, and and that was our beta so the 160 70 users are essentially the ones that joined us while we were building the beta users if you will and they were okay with the fact that we're building the software and they were for that period of time once july hit and the, and the software or the first launch our first version came out we've we, we are now over 2460 restaurants we are over 270 supplier suppliers over 40000 SKUs. so we've reached the point where we now have a better understanding of what is required at least in our minds obviously as we grow things will become more clear mm -hmm. and so we're constantly evolving when it comes to that so so it's you're right it's a never-ending uh, uh so it's, it's it's a constantly moving target and the biggest reason is not just technology it's also because as we grow the number of users and the different types of users that we have we're going to need to add features and capabilities that will help those users become more efficient in their parts of the business so for a farmer, they will need a certain kind of requirements and features and, and capabilities. Even for the fishermen, they will need certain features and capabilities. Of course, I can't talk about the features we're building in, in, in detail because uh, it's part of our, our, our roadmap. But as we move forward, we're going to make it faster, easier and better to order from the individual farmer and not have to go through multiple different distributors in between not that the distributors won't be there so let's say i'm a farmer and i create 10 tons of wheat a month 
I'm definitely going to need a distributor and I can sell to a distributor through watermelon. But say I'm a local uh, organic farmer and I make 50 kilograms of, uh, which is around 25 or 30 pounds of uh, tomatoes a month, that I can sell to a supermarket or even to a restaurant directly. So horses for courses, essentially. And you can come into the course and choose the horse that makes the most sense for you. It makes a lot of sense to me. And the thing that I really like is that you you are you know moving your solution along as the people you're finding out what people need for our listeners i do want to give a timestamp uh because the july you're talking about was 2022 we're now yes. well into second quarter of 2023 uh, so those are big numbers in less than a year is what i want to say that you're putting out there and i just anticipate that there are such benefits for all the players that want to be involved in the ecosystem that I think the numbers are going to start to grow exponentially. And I, I really like how you bring the business mind to this business. You do have the food background, which that's indispensable, but you also have the business mind so that for watermelon as an ecosystem, you're trying to make those good business decisions at every step of growth which there's a lot of, you have a lot happening. Absolutely. It's a, it's a large market. It's got a lot of different elements to it, a lot of different moving parts, but we're just striving to make sure that everyone who joins this ecosystem is happy and gets everything they need. It's not easy because we're constantly getting... The beauty of this growth is that the vision and the idea is something everybody is being aligned to. Everybody wants something like this, which is wonderful to see. Now, am I fulfilling that need? I'm trying my best. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I am going to continue to, to provide more and more of their needs. But I'm also very sure that there are people joining my ecosystem today that may not get their needs fulfilled completely. But that's okay. That's the nature of the game. That's the nature of learning about my new users, new customers, the different types of services that are constantly coming in. Because regardless of how much time I have or anyone has in this business, you can't call yourself a, uh, a, a, a an expert unless unless you have, you know, proper doctorates, et cetera, and research studies done. I, yeah. I can't call myself an expert in any way, shape or form. I still rely on my team. I rely on you know, uh, people like you, people like Farm to Play, to tell me what is required. What are the things that they that will make a difference in this world? Yeah. Uh, because that's the only way I can get that information. I mean, I wish I was a know-it-all. It would be great, but because then I could trade the stock market and not have to do anything else. But uh, <laughs> I, I am not. <laughs> people don't like know-it-alls, though, Omar. They much rather no, they don't. have <laughs> a, a team like you've got who is listening to their new customers that are that are coming into the ecosystem to be open to trying to figure out how to solve the problems for the things that they require. And you may not be the solution for everyone but or every bit of what they need, but you're doing your best to be a good listener and provide as much as you can at whatever point. And like you said, hire the experts uh, like the farm to plate or the people that are experts in their unique area. No reason to recreate that piece of this. Just plug it into the ecosystem and have that available to everyone that needs it. Well, I know uh, one of the things uh, for local farmers, I, I know there's a big drive again 
to enable them to play in a bigger playing field. Um, they have a, a challenge with some of the things they're growing or raising and the seasonality of it all. I know that you're thinking about that. I don't know that you've come up with a lot of solutions for that, but is there anything you'd like to discuss in that area of what you're thinking? Yes. So one of the major issues with a lot of the farmers, as you very rightly said, the seasonality, of course, there are other things like logistics, prop marketing, et cetera, et cetera. But seasonality is a huge issue because you can't tell a farmer, especially a traditional farmer, that you need to create tomatoes all year round because it's just not possible, right? Because you are part of this ecosystem, what happens is as a restaurant chef, I could order from my local farmer for the certain period. And then for those dark periods where that farmer cannot give me the, the tomatoes from their own soil, I can get them from somewhere else. This creates a little bit of a harmonization of seasonality across the world. So what happens is the people who have the ability to do tomatoes from January till March will serve the world. And from March till July, the, that part of the world will do it, July to September, September. So every, because at the end, because, you know, it's summer on one half of the world when it's winter on the other half, right? It's very oh, naturally the world yeah. has two sides and 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 that's a very big advantage and if we do work it right we can have whatever we want all year round fresh from the ground and uh and and that's so with farm to plate of course we're working on finding ways of harmonious making a harmonious kind of uh, seasonality purchase capability it's and as far as i know it hasn't been done except with suppliers who so it's very difficult to do, but but we're there. We're uh, we're about to to break that uh, that issue within the next two to three weeks, and then once we have that proof of concept done, we can roll it around the world. And the main reason for this panel is, and I think COVID showed us this, that we really need to look after our farmers, our food producers, wherever we are. And everyone around the world loves to buy local. And they, everyone, I think, understands the importance of buying local and buying something where you know where it came from. And, and by making sure you can do that at the time where the person who needs to sell that product can sell it, then we can ensure that that sustainability or that farm continues its capability of being sustainable so that in the future, God forbid, if we had to close down our borders again and not see beautiful people around the world and get stuck in our homes, <laughs> we'll be able to at least order fresh produce and not have to worry with not being able to get food uh, delivered to our houses and feed our families. And I hope we don't end up in that situation again, no, either so. Omar. I think no one wants to go there, but the reality is that we did have time to think about solving some problems and the logistics of how you connect all of these things. And the watermelon ecosystem is a great solution to that. And um, so I'm excited to hear as you, be, you know, continue to roll out solutions. I mean, that's essentially what you're doing is is rolling out solutions to your clients and your customers and the people that are plugged into your ecosystem. It's all very by exciting. By partnering. I think it's very partnering. important to say we're rolling out solution by partnering because it's yes. an ecosystem. And I just, it's very important for me to say this because a lot of people, and they, when they first hear about watermelon, 
start to think, you know, especially people that in the beginning, for example, for marketplaces, they would have their own website and marketplace right. and everything. And they'd be like, wait a second, why, why should I be in watermelon? But then when they understand the idea behind the ecosystem, they, they join in a heartbeat. It, it makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense for, for them. And of course, everybody else that's now joined. Well, for their marketplace, they can also leverage your ecosystem to Absolutely. have clients and customers. So it's, yes. it's really a win-win. Uh, it's and it's the only place in town right now in the UAE where you can do a proper price comparison. If I'm a supplier of water, mineral water, let's say, how do I know that I'm the best price or not? Or how do I know what the average price is? Or say, for example, I want, I'm a supplier of watermelon from the US and I want to sell it to the UAE. How do I know what's the average price of the watermelon and what is a good time to serve and when's not? It's very difficult to find this information. And so this allows you that leverage. Well, we have, we have covered some really cool, I'm excited just thinking about the future and, and what's happening with you and your project, I'll call it, with Watermelon. It is a huge undertaking and that you're making all this connectivity. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience before we go, Omar? Well, other than, look, you know, join us and uh, be a part of this uh, beautiful growth uh, and I'll be coming to the U.S. hopefully soon. And, uh, and and you know, if you got if anyone has any ideas, any suggestions, anything at all that they would like to to help out with, you know, we're we're open for suggestions. We love people who who tell us what's wrong with us because then we can fix it. So I don't mind that at all. If you have any ideas, comments, and suggestions, please do send them our way. Great. And the notes, there will be some information in the show notes for our audience to be able to connect with you. And Omar, just thank you so much for sharing your wisdom this morning. And uh, we're just really excited to see what the future holds for you and Watermelon. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. And I can't wait to be on this again, hopefully with better news and bigger stuff. With another update. And I want to thank uh, also our sponsor, Farm to Plate. There's, again, a software company creating tomorrow's food business ecosystem today. You can find out more at farmtoplate.io. Thanks for listening to Future Foodcast. Future Foodcast is powered by Farm to Plate, the leading food blockchain platform. Subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to stay up to date with the very latest innovations in the food industry. 